Guess who's back? Back like we never left. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast, special edition. Hey, I just want to thank all of you all for tuning in every week, wherever you listen to this, wherever part of the country you're in. Thank you so much for your support. Please, uh, if you can, uh, support us. Go over to iTunes, SoundCloud, like us, subscribe to us, comment, all that. I love hearing back from you guys. And um, if you have any questions that you'd like for me to answer on air on the podcast, please head over to sagacitycompany.com. S-A-G-A-C-I-T-Y company.com. And there's an ask a question button at the bottom of the home page. And I'll do my best to answer your most pressing questions. So we do have that available to y'all. In fact, today I'm going to answer a question that came in via email. And I want to uh, address a question from Tenacious Tamara. Tenacious Tamara, thank you for your questions. The subject of her question is the how to of insecurity message. Hello, Pastor Battle. I must truly say that I enjoy your podcast and enjoy your sermons on YouTube. And by the way, small plug, we have a YouTube page um, with a lot of my messages on there. He says, you talk often about insecurities, but how do you remove, how do you maneuver through insecurities? I'm currently in therapy, but I once, but once I leave the office, I'm alone again. I have a lot of childhood trauma that I'm working through with my therapist, but the insecurities of my life is kind of taken over at this point. Um, I do have a prayer life, but well, that's a long story. Somehow I feel like God's lo- God loves me, but not as much as he once did, if that makes any sense. Any advice you can give would be super helpful. And yes, I listen to the podcast weekly. So if you would like to share, that's fine with me. Thanks so much. Lost in my insecurities. So first of all, thank you, Tenacious Tamara, for your question and your honesty and your transparency. And simply put, insecurity by definition is present where security is absent. Again, as a rule, insecurity is present when and where security is absent. So the first thing I think I would do if I were you is try to find out and pay attention to what's absent in your life. Is there an absence of love in your life? Is there an absence of confidence? Is there an absence of trust? Is there an absence of companionship? Is there an absence of knowledge? Like, is there something you don't know that is missing? Um, Because once you know what's missing, then you can determine how to fill that void in a healthy way. In other words, once I have the love that's missing or the trust that's missing or the companionship that's missing or the confidence that's missing or the knowledge that I'm missing, then I want because then the security returns because once security returns, the insecurity has no use or purpose because insecurity is just a replacement for the absence of security. And once insecurity is no longer needed, it disappears. That's how it works. So if you take somebody who say they're insecure about 
um, you know, sometimes we have guests on our podcast and they and they get a little nervous and they're a little insecure about the moment. But then we say, you know, it's actually this is not a performance. And this, you know, it's, it's your heart you're talking from. And then, you know, now I have confidence again because I, this is not a performance. And so the insecurity disappears because security is present because is present because I have confidence. So insecurity only appears where security is absent and security disappears. I mean, when security appears, then insecurity disappears. It's just like that. So find the thing that you're missing. Is it love? Is it trust? Is it companionship? Is it confidence? Is it knowledge? And once you get that in a healthy way, I think you'll see your insecurities disappear. So hopefully that's helpful. Hit us up. Let us know. Today, y'all, we have a special uh, broadcast and podcast, and we're going to be talking to ladies today, some single women, about relationships, and particularly what frustrates single women in the relationship space. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, I'm excited to have a couple of special guests with me. We have Miss Patel Workyu with us today. Thank you for being on, Patel. Thank you for having me. We've yeah. been trying to get Patel forever <laughs> on this podcast, yeah. but she's so busy. World travel, multiple language speaker. You know, she speaks English and... I'm Harik. Prove it's, it. It's, no, not on. Say, say something. Gemini. All right, oh. whatever that is. It's Ethiopian <laughs> language. Yes. Yeah. And then we have uh, Asha Battle on the line. She, okay. She's here with us today. And, and you know, we had it. So, so let me preface this, y'all. So we were all having a conversation that kind of evolved. And we said, let's record it. Mm-hmm. Let's record this on the podcast because it was getting a little deep. It was getting a little interesting. And so I said, I want to record this and put it on the podcast. So we coming to y'all like really off the cuff <laughs> without a script or anything today. And we want to talk about what frustrates single women. So at the top of your frustration list, I want y'all to tell me what frustrates y'all. And then let's talk about ways we can like eliminate that frustration. So what's frustrating as a single woman? In the dating space, not getting the clarity quickly. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you say. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Lack of direction. Lack of direction. Mm-hmm. So you said not getting the clarity quickly, and you said lack of direction. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between the two? Would you say they're similar, or what? What would be the distinction to you? Because when I hear lack of clarity, lack of getting the clarity quickly, I do I do think it's directional in that. Okay, who are we? As a unit, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking me out. You're asking me to go out. Mm-hmm. There is a there's a level of exclusivity here. Um, what is the nature of this relationship? And what I hear you saying is, and where are we headed? Like, mm-hmm. not only where are we, but where is this going? Absolutely. Is that kind of like so? So clarity includes like what's the destination here, mm-hmm. and how long am I going to be on this train, huh? <laughs> before <laughs> I need it. to get off. That yeah. is it. Because there. Our stops, mm-hmm. even if it's in a public sporting event, <laughs> which we'll leave. We're, we're gonna we're gonna park that right there. But like, so so what I want the fellas to listen to. This is not gonna be browbeating, but this is this is about clarity. Like women are really frustrated with being in relationships where it's, we call it bojangling, right? Like like ain't nobody got time for that. Mm. Like and if you're gonna live your best life. Huh? My best life. Okay, and what's the rest of the song say? I ain't I, going back and forth with you. <laughs> Come on. In words. Yeah. Yeah. So you jokers. So, so 
so let me let me let me first of all i'm going to ask y'all some questions and then because we know we know that there's probably mutual agreement that there's a frustration with number one the lack of clarity and number two lack of direction right so i want to i want to make a confession that as a man i can definitely tell you that when a man knows that you are the one there is no ambiguity about where he wants it to go there's no there's no ambiguity about who you all who you are to him and there's certainly no ambiguity about where he wants this to end up mm. i don't think it's any different for a man than it is for a woman when a man finds the one he will tell his boys mm -hmm. that's the one right there slim that's gonna be my wife it happens all the time. So if you're in a relationship with a man and he hasn't told somebody that, you you will be able to tell. It's mm -hmm. just it's just that simple. And I'm saying it's 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 okay. It's okay if I'm not the one. Didn't let me go. Right. Like don't hold me up until you find her. Um, you know, unless you're cool with that. Like you know, I ain't got nothing else to do. Let me just hang with old ambiguity brother ambiguity and brother lack of direction but for the most part i don't want to get tied up with him and then brother clarity comes through right so i don't want to be missed the train because i was headed down i was going on the red line i should have been on the green line mm -hmm. does that resonate with y'all oh yes. absolutely absolutely and i think for me the frustrating part is you just not saying that this I don't know where this is going. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'd rather have the conversation like, I'm not sure where this is going. I really like you. I respect you, but I'm just not in a space right now to say this is where we're going. Instead, you give the actions of I'm dating you. I'm courting you. We're becoming the best of friends. We hang out all the time, mm -hmm. even possibly meet families. But then you're not ready for a relationship or mm -hmm. whatever the next thing is. So that is very frustrating for me that has happened over and over and over again mm -hmm. well, let's go through that progression again so you you saying being in a relationship with somebody who has all of the actions appear that this is headed in a way headed headed to long-term commitment absolutely because you get mm -hmm. the dating the meeting of the family etc are you saying you'd rather that not happen or you're saying that you want there to be a conversation expressing this uncertainty so that you know so in other words don't act like you know where we're going if you don't is that what you're saying absolutely so say you don't know where you're going even if i'm going to meet your family at least let me know i'm going to take you to meet my mom but i still don't know where we are yep mm -hmm. and the reason why mm -hmm. is for me right is because at least i can have boundaries on my emotions and in my yes. space but i can still get to know you and learn you in these different environments i can know who you are around your family i can know who you are around your friends around yeah. your co-workers but i'm I'm guarding and protecting my heart and not thinking that this is something that it isn't. Right. But 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 let me ask you this because that's very good but I'm glad you shared that. Can I ask you can I ask you a question about that specifically? Do you do you feel like if there's a by the way my granddaughter's in studio with us today and I'm really cool with that. She can come anywhere with me. Um so she'll be interrupting periodically, but it won't it won't in any way impact the content of our conversation. So so let's say let's say you're in this relationship and you're saying um, I'm cool because I want to guard my emotions. But I want to know 
that you have uncertainty how does that sound how how would it how would a man who may be listening say that to you in a way that is helpful without being harmful how's it because you haven't had it done right so how would you well so you have somebody who has been so what does it sound like when it's because it's a level of disappointment that comes with it but it's also a level of liberation Mm -hmm. because now i know where we stand and i can choose to continue down this path if i want to or not since we are not sure but at least you communicate so so tell me what a respectful way of saying it sounds like can you do that so, so you role play. You're the guy. I'm you. So okay. what would you what what would you want him to say to you? Um, you know, we're 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 you know at the park or we're on the phone or I don't know if this is a face to face. We're sitting across the table. What is that? Tell, talk to me. So um, you know, I I really enjoy hanging out with you. I really am enjoying getting to know you, learning nice. you, thank you, seeing That's you nice. in all these different spaces. Um, I'm you now. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoy you too, Daryl. So, so Daryl. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's always a Daryl. But um, but you know, I there are some things that I need to have clarity on, especially when it comes to you know where this relationship is going, mm-hmm. and I don't have the complete clarity yet. But I still want to get to know you and develop this this friendship sure. um, so are you open to still you know hanging out and us learning each other even though I can't really say this is where we're going this is the final destination okay and that's not that's not disrespectful or discouraging because it there is at least a level of it's of honesty. level of clarity yeah it's clarity and it's honest and so, i think i can i can respect a man when they're honest and upfront and then their actions show this is where i am and what's the key to that statement again what's the key to the statement that i don't know that i don't that, that i don't know or i don't know if, what like I don't know where the, this relationship is going to go. Like I don't okay. know the direction of this relationship. Now I think by the time we get to this point of the mm-hmm, relationship, mm-hmm. you have already stated that your end goal at some point is marriage. Because I wouldn't have gone out with you and hung out with you, you know, this right around this time. So, so when he says I don't know, what he's saying is to that end goal. To, I, don't, I don't know if I want to end up there or if that's where this is going to end up. It's that it's okay. I don't know what the next step is because sometimes guy in my opinion the uh-huh. guys that I've dated they don't necessarily know what their next step is their focus is on mm-hmm. career and money and and family and all this other stuff that they have going on which I understand right um, so they don't really know their next step in a relationship right and I'm I'm kind of okay with that right but you got to communicate that with me because I don't want to put all my eggs in this basket over here thinking okay we're having a great time I've met your family right this right. is going great and right that's not where you are okay so if if you hear that and and i'm not saying you're representing all women right but if you hear that and but i think it's important for guys to understand first of all that clarity is critical Mm -hmm. and honesty Mm -hmm. like don't play like it is i'd rather you be honest than to drag me along and not hurt me or whatever for whatever reason there's a level of dishonesty and maybe guys don't know that somebody just wants me to be straight up like that maybe they're afraid that that would hurt the relationship even more and and i just want to say like so are there ways that you can ask those questions so that you can get to it or do you just think like if you're a lady, if you're if you're talking to a lady out there, how do you get to that question? Because you said you've had it, you've had that said to you before. Did you 
was it initiated by the, the man you were in a relationship with or did you ask a certain question that got that answer from him? I and, asked the question. Okay, and what's the question? What's the question sound like? What is this and where is it going? What is this, right? <laughs> and where is it going? Yep. It's again, watch this, it's, <laughs> but it comes back to the same two things. Ambiguity, what is this? Mm-hmm. Who are we? Mm-hmm. What is this unit all about? And where are we going? Now, I also want to say this, though, because I know I am really bad at this. Mm-hmm. I can be in this friendship dating a person mm-hmm. and then create in my own. I've done this before, and I know there are some women out there that have done this, mm-hmm. where we've created the relationship in our head. Sure. So... You already you already picked out dresses, you know, well, you name the kids, far. maybe. No, no, okay, not, not that, that far. far. I mean I went too far. Yeah, too far. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I you can see that this is gonna this is gonna go somewhere. Like you mm-hmm. really like this person and mm-hmm. and it's a match. So there have been times where I've been in that space where I really liked a person and really respected them and I'm mm-hmm. like hanging out with them often mm-hmm. and then finally I have to ask the question, you know, what are we and where is this going? And that's where that that conversation came up when it was mm-hmm. just like I'm not really sure and I don't know if I'm in the space to mm-hmm. even be in a relationship but I respect that person and to this day like mm-hmm. have a great relationship with that person one of my closest guy friends yeah. right but yeah. you know I had to I had to ask the question because I was emotionally investing in something mm-hmm. so now I have the boundary and I can protect my heart and my space and I'm good <laughs> let's talk about that protecting as a woman protecting your heart and protecting your space can you do that so much that you're closed off to somebody like like guys don't know how to get into that space because you're like, I ain't got time for no games. So I've heard that statement before. Your hair looks good or you look nice in that outfit or whatever. And you're like, thank you. But you got it's one of those thank yous that doesn't say like there's a thank you that says thank you. Like and please Ask me for my number. But then there's a thank you that says, thank you. Like, and then get on get on down the street because I ain't got time for that. So, have you found, do you fear being um, guarded, so guarded that maybe you keep people out of your space that could actually know where they want to go with you and know what they want in a relationship. And I'm saying that to either of you at this point. Is there, is there, have you ever been in that space where you're like, man, I ain't, no, no, like get out of my face, no, or y'all just, or you haven't been that, you haven't gone through that much where you close up, close up shop. I feel like that's definitely an issue for some women, um, myself included, being Mm -hmm. closed off and, um, is dangerous because that person that you are giving the Heisman trying to, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, back up off me, could actually oh, the be Heisman. the one. Uh-huh. Yeah. He yeah. could actually be the one who yep. is actually going to step, step up, up to the plate yeah. and, like, care for you and, you know, be the person that you need. Um, I don't know how you avoid that unless you you – get some help or you have to have a a strong circle Mm -hmm. you do have to have a strong circle a good group of friends like i will my friends will (laughs) vet vet negroes for me like wow we will do some research on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah facebook yeah all social media and they'll be like look him up (laughs) right 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 we have a company Battelle's the ceo so we will do, we will snoop. Y'all do that? Yeah, if we need to. Do background, background checks. Background checks, absolutely. And and credit you know, reports. All of that. If your homies say that 
you know he's a decent person then you, you then should you give can, him a chance right you can take the Heisman trophy down and yeah. stop pushing him away yeah can, can I I want to I want to give and I've done this before I want to give some what I would consider clarity they're, they're fog-cutting questions. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can just cut through the fog of ambiguity, I think there's there's some questions that you could ask a person that may not get you to who are we and where we're headed, but I think they get you information about the person that mm-hmm. you want to know so you can decide who we are and where we're headed. Because mm-hmm. now that I have this information, because you don't want the person to frame the direction of a relationship and they're a stranger to you. So what my questions may not be directed towards direction of where we're going and what this relationship is, but the kind of information that I think would be helpful for you to know to determine whether or not you even want this person to be special or future. And I think one of those is asking a person about their, I call them the F words, what are their fears in life? And I think any man who's really a man can express his fears. Like, I'm I'm afraid of heights or I'm afraid of being a bad dad. Then you automatically, well, he's got kids. Well, I didn't even know you had fun. What's your relationship like? What's your, what's your son's name? Um, how you and the mom get along? You know, she kind of, you know, she'd be trying to hit me up and trying to take me to court. And you start, you start being, hmm, okay. Okay, this is a dad, and you know we got some we got some situations here now. And this is a little interesting. Let me get more information <laughs> about that, just based on his fears, or you know, I fear I fear not pleasing my father, mm. and this 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 pressure on his life, or what? And then another one is, what are your fantasies? Like, what do you dream of doing in life? Here's you know why that one's so big. Any human being that has small dreams is dangerous. And the reason why a person with small like they don't, they don't have a bucket list that says I want to. And some people are just welling when they say I want to travel the world. But you can look in somebody's eyes and see when they're serious. I really want to. I really want to own my own company and I want to make a difference in the lives of kids. And they, you can feel it in their heart yeah. where somebody say, you know, I just want to kind of, you know, I want to do music. My, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they just say, man, you know, I just, you know, for real, Charlotte, I just want a man. I want a nice little house, a nice car. And I just want to be able to just chill in my house and watch the game, man, and not, and just have some peace. Well, then what I'm saying is that the the scope of that dream is so narrow, it's dangerous for anybody who dreams beyond that because you're going to be dragging that person for the yeah. rest of your life. So you want to hear about a person's fantasy and are they aligned? Like if your fantasy in life is to do third world philanthropic work and their fantasy is to do like fashion design in New York City, maybe there will be a collision of visions, right? Ooh, that's a good statement, collision of vision. So you want to talk about fantasy, you want to talk about fears, and then you want to have a faith conversation with a man. I think understanding where, where a person's faith is, what, what, like, what, what is, what, what's, what's your relationship with God like? What does that mean to you? What, what does a relationship with God mean to you? And you kind of hear language that, that connects with you. Like, you know, I believe in such and such, or I believe in, they'll say they're God. I believe in Allah. I believe in Buddha. I'm, I'm Hindu. Or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just a spiritual person and I don't, I don't believe in, I believe there, I believe, I don't believe in organized religion. So you start hearing these, these philosoph- philosophies that 
that could collide with your alignment. And that's the reason why you want to do that fast is because if a man is fine, you may ignore all of that. Like, Absolutely. Too much. Like, you fine. I'm going to get you saved. You're going to be saved and you're going to share my vision and everything. You're too fine. You're too fine to go to hell. Ain't God ain't going to let you go to hell. Just, you got to be ugly to go to hell. You're too fine to go to hell. And I'm saying, but if you find that stuff out fast before fine gets you, Mm-hmm. Then you good. So you gotta have a faith talk. You gotta have fantasy talk. You gotta have a fear talk, right? And you gotta have a failure talk. What do you feel like your biggest failures are in life? See, if I'm a woman, I'm not gonna let the guy talk. I'm asking. I'm interviewing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to be curious. Yeah. Stop trying to be interesting and be curious. Yeah. That's where people mess up. They always trying to impress and be interesting. Well, you know, I do this and I do this and I work here and I work here. And you, are you blowing it? You blowing it? Because anybody that's worth their salt has already researched you. <laughs> and the, and since you all already yeah. do yeah. research, the reason why your interview is important because it, it can find it can discover if they're going to be honest about what you already found out. So so the interview includes what I said. I said faith, fantasy, fears, failures. What are your biggest failures? The biggest mistake I made was so and so and so and so. I cheated on my girlfriend. Or biggest mistake I made was, you know, I dropped out of college and you know I was just trying to have fun or whatever. And you get to see how. They've learned because because a failure that I that I haven't let go of is one I haven't learned from, and that's all good. But you can't. Ask, here's the key: you cannot ask a question that you're not willing to answer. Wait, with, can we go back to what you just said? A failure that you won't let go of. Say that again. A failure you won't let go of is a failure you haven't learned from. All right, explain that. So so if I say if I say. Um, I dropped out of school, mm-hmm. right? Because I was partying all the time. The f- The failure continues to be a part of my history and I'm always partying and I st- oh, now okay. I lose business opportunities. I can't complete my real estate license because I party. Mm-hmm. But when I learn a lesson and say, there's a time to party and a time to study, you you, you got to say, so what did you learn from this? Well, now I have a system. I, I have people hold me accountable. If I start something, I'm going to finish it mm-hmm. because my parents were paying for me that school. I now, you know, I blew that, but I pay for my education now. So you want to find that out. Because you t- failures tend to linger when we don't learn from them. That's what mm-hmm. I mean by it. It's like oh, the person okay. that said, you know, I got, you know, I'm trying to be a good parent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first you say you're trying to be a good dad to your son. But now we found out you got five kids because you ain't <laughs> and you ain't married. Because whatever you don't learn from, mm-hmm. you continue to repeat. So mm-hmm. you got five baby mamas, which, which I would think would kind of lower your chances. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense, though? Absolutely. Those quiz questions? Yes. It's not good. necessarily about, don't get me wrong, and I know we're talking about what frustrates women today, but don't get me wrong. That's not going to get you ambiguity about what he says this is or where he says it's going, but it empowers you yep. to say what you say because you have a voice in it, too. You have the right to say no or yes or what I want. What, what do you want to say? Excuse me, someone say something. So, 
I've actually had so whenever I'm on dates and I'm because I, I actually call them auditions. I don't even call them dates. Okay. And so when I'm out and I'm meeting people and I'm talking to them and I ask all of these questions, a lot of times it actually turns guys off because mm-hmm. they think I'm a journalist because mm-hmm. I'm asking so many questions. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well maybe that doesn't work. So then I kind of fall back from asking all the questions. In fact, my friends joke with me was like, "Dag, did you get the social security number already?" Because mm-hmm. that's how quick I will get to all of the questions. Right. And so I've learned over time that. That doesn't necessarily work in my favor mm-hmm. because the guys will fade. They'll, they'll be like, okay, I'm not talking sure. to her anymore. He has to be equally as interested in asking the questions, though. I agree. But there is a way you ask a question <laughs> that doesn't seem like an audition, right? Yeah. If, you, if you're sitting there with your glasses pressed under your nose like a librarian and you got a pad there and you say, so, what's your social security number? <laughs> so, you got any kids? That sounds like an interview. But it's different when you just, okay. you're sitting across a table and you've ordered your food and say, you know, what's... What, so what do you dream about? Mm-hmm. What's your dreams? Mm-hmm. Now we're conversing. He doesn't yeah. have to. They don't need to come sequentially. It's conversation. You just have the letters in your head. Yeah. <laughs> so you start. Then you start. You know, talking about fantasy. Do you? Do you? Um. Um. What's your? What's your? So what do you believe spiritually? You know, what are your, some of your spiritual things? You don't. They're not. They're not pinpointed questions. They flow in the conversation, and you may not get them all asked in the first in the first conversation. I just think how it's asked. And here's the thing: if people are running away from questions, what does that tell you? That I don't want there to be any self disclosure. If I don't want to self disclose then how can we ever have a relationship of substance Mm -hmm. if we're hiding? So you, so, you know, that's not going to work either, but I still think there's a flow to it. There's a flow to it. Cause if I sit here and say, so tell me, you know, um, and I'm not going to ask you anything that I won't answer. What would you say some of the biggest mistakes you feel like you've made in your life? Mm. Like, that's a fair question. Mm. It makes people, you have to ask questions that make people think. Yeah. It can't just be stuff like, do you like, you like, you like pizza, you like, or peanut butter you like, jelly. You like uh, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we so simple. Would you think of Beyonce and Jay-Z's new, okay, that's, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna get in a plane with somebody and you're gonna be up high at some time you're gonna have to land that sock and say listen what do you believe mm-hmm. where you going what's your what's your what's your failures what's your future what's your future look like and I think another thing is and I'm not saying all these workers keep in mind I haven't dated in 32 years right so I have been off the circuit but I still say when a man knows he mm-hmm. knows mm-hmm. he knows very quickly. I believe a man knows kind of when he first sees a woman. Like it's it's something about what he sees, what he feels, and he experiences. Like something special clicks. It's a click. It's like if I were to take it to Adam and Eve, Adam kind of well, Eve was the only woman around. But <laughs> but but when you think about it, she had what he was missing mm-hmm. because what God took from him, he made her. And I think there's a woman, there's a man that you. That he, you complete him. Like, that's my ace right there. Like, that's my partner. And you kind of know it. Like, it's it, and it evolves. It doesn't, it's like, it connects real quickly and it and it evolves. It doesn't like flatten out. Like, but I mean, you know, anyway, anyway, there's this, because there's, there's, there's another frame of questions I want to talk about too. And, um, and that is, 
the, you know, I use this thing called the airplane conversation, and it's another frame. It's just another thing to keep in mind because what you want is you want these questions to flow. And the airplane conversation, when you sit next to somebody on a plane, has three three components to it: where you, where you headed, where you, which is your future, where are you from, which is your history, and what are you what are you doing, where are you headed right now? Like not just where you headed in the future. What brings you to Detroit? What brings you to D.C.? So when I sit next to somebody on a plane, I'm like, you know, if I get on in D.C., I'm like, so is this your home or you headed home? Like, it's just a conversation. Right. This home, this is where I've always been. It's amazing. I never let people. It, we're almost landing before they ask anything about me. Because the whole time I'm just getting to know them. And people love talking about themselves. Got any kids? Tell me about your kids. You don't even have to know that you really are just getting information. You're just curious. Because people love talking about their life and the, the wonderful things in their life. So that must have been a real challenge for you, huh? Some hard times, yeah. Well, so how did you work through that? You just stay with it. Right. You just stay with it. And before you, because out of the, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because what you really want to hear is their heart. Yeah. And the only way you're going to hear their heart is through their mouth. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you have to have conversations. That's yes. very important. And again, that doesn't get to who we are and where we're headed, but it gets you the information to see if you even want to go anywhere with this person. So how soon do you have these conversations? Oh, day one. They want so. it's a, it's yeah. a, but but it's flow. See the, the, see what happens is when people when people I think what happens is I personally think we call it a date too fast. Yes. Right. We we put a label on the relationship yes. so fast mm-hmm. that the conversation doesn't <laughs> yes. have the space to happen. It's too much pressure. Exactly. Why can't just be a friend meeting hanging well, out you, with a friend. But you can do that. But hold on. Like in my experience, people do that for like over a year. And then there's no clarity as to what it is, but it well, looks there like has dating. To be a so time where you get off the train, you said you say, oh, "Look, if this goes on for six months, I'm going to have this conversation, and if he doesn't know where this is going, then that's it." But like, I don't agree with 33 minutes. I don't agree. <laughs> what you just said it into the thing? Yeah. It was like that. I don't. I don't agree with that. That dating stuff. I feel like that label of yeah, we're going on a date. It puts a lot of pressure on the two individuals to be all like. Well, by the well, way, wow. y'all, By the way, my daughter just yelled out. I asked her how we were looking on time. She just said out loud, "33 minutes." <laughs> so if you're listening to that, that's how far. You, that's how long you've been listening for 33 minutes. <laughs> but, no. but Asha, when you and I go out, it's a date. Like it's it doesn't to me a date doesn't have to be like a romantic. You well, know, some thing. people like why is it? But that's because me have, and you understand what a date is to us. But some guys think that a date is like, well, th- especially Christian guys. It's like, oh, I have to take her on a date, and especially me since I'm the mm-hmm. pastor's daughter. <laughs> I gotta oh, open the door. I'm taking her on a date. Like I have to be pursuing this girl. Like right. I'm gonna have to meet her father eventually, and it's just like, yeah. What if I don't like you? Like yeah. we can just be friends. Like see, but but I think to Asha's point, and I don't disagree. With with you because I think we have two issues going you're saying when does the conversation happen when you get into those conversational questions and I do think they need to be framed conversationally as opposed to system systemically because if you ask me questions systemically I do feel like it's an interview that feels a bit invasive and more auditioning and and you know I'm like who she thinks she is like you so 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 it needs to flow and so you don't want to have your list 
like in your phone. So, and, oh my uh, goodness, that's no. the worst. No, that's no, what no, I'm no. saying. That's what I've I'm had saying. That happened before. That's the worst. Yeah, that's why I'm saying you want to have a framework, just some words in your mind that you want to get to. But what I think is important. The reason why I say do it very early is is try not to frame the relationship context as dating initially. If there's interest. Right. We already know that you kind of have to be slightly attracted to somebody to be willing to be seen in public with them. Am I right? Is there? Is there <laughs> no, I'm saying if y'all going to go somewhere and the two of you going to show up in a facility, there has to be a level of attraction at some level that is OK to be seen in public with this person. Would you say that? <laughs> is that I not mean, true? I, I agree. I agree. I don't know about that. Okay. You would go somewhere? You would go somewhere in public with somebody that you are not attracted I mean, to at all? Are you talking like, oh, you're talking about so, just, in gen- like just with the opposite sex? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, probably. Well, probably well so, so, so with uh, that being established, let's not call it a day. Hey, you want to hang out? You want to go? Let's go chill. Like, let's not call it. Um, can I take you out on a date? Let's just say, let's say, why don't we chill? I'm saying this to the guys now. Can okay. we go out? No, that w- they can't say, why don't we chill? Because that that's, 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 that's the wrong not, terminology. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not cool. that's, that's, that's a little sexual or something. No, why can't I say sexual. Say, why can't they just say, look, why can't let's hang out? I'm trying to get to hang know out. You. I'm trying to get okay. to know I'm, you. Yeah. See, there's a difference you between have to hanging say that. out and yeah. hanging out and trying to get to know you. Exactly. Okay. Hanging Don't out and trying to get to know you is intentional. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you're okay with that? Yes. And yeah. I'm saying, so that's not a date. Hanging out, getting to know you. That's kind of a date. I, I would consider that a date. What I'm saying is, so at some, the earlier you get to the conversations, the better. So they're saying, I'm kind of get to know you. How? How are they trying to get to know you? They want to know what do they want to. How does that happen? Oh, it only happens by conversation. Initially? No, you don't have to ask them that. I'm saying you were trying to get to know me. I'm trying. To get, I definitely going to try to get to know you. Right. And I'm saying I always try to beat the person to the questions, unless I'm so smitten by a person that I just I don't even care if you're a serial killer. <laughs> you my wife. Like that's 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 what I'm saying. I want to get the information that helps me see beyond your physical to know who you are, because every single human being has a level of baggage with them. You understand that, right? So everybody's got some domestic baggage. They've got some emotional baggage. They've got financial baggage. They've got spiritual baggage. Mm -hmm. They've got medical baggage. So you got to say, okay, when you bring all these bags into this relationship, Am I built for these bags? Right. right. Am I taking the carry-on or like the full suitcase? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Am I built for these bags? Because you're going to have some bags. Mm-hmm. But you might say, you know what? I can deal with that. I yeah. can deal with that as long as you're willing to work on that. And that's not where we're going to always be. I can work with bag credit. Or, I can, or you can say, you know what? That's a bag right there that given my history, it's it's one of them bags. Like you, everybody's got their thing. It might mm-hmm. be financial. It might be a mental health thing. It may be... A spiritual thing I can't deal with people that have mm-hmm. given up on the Lord or whatever like mm-hmm. whatever your thing is but you know that or their mm-hmm. bag is you know I work all the time so I ain't gonna have no time for you that's another bag right mm-hmm. so you 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 want to get that information so that you're empowered so that you're you're not you you're you're just as empowered to decide as the person is and I think that's very important 
All right. So can we talk what, about how important it is in your single years to know exactly what those deal breakers are? Like absolutely, how important? Hmm. Oh, absolutely like important. What is what is that baggage that you will not? Yes. Touch? Because if you don't know, and I I think it's important that we frame this as Christians. If you're a Christian single person, you're more apt to be interested in marriage because there's a like Christian singles don't get to fornic don't get to have sex without consequences emotional consequences yep. and mental consequences oh i done blew it this is shameful and all that like if you ain't saved you just smash it like it ain't even no challenge about it right but when you're saved like so now marriage is more of a, like this is a necessity i can't be single and live for the lord like this so i gotta get married and if i have to get married because of the pressure of being a single christian then i'm more apt to ignore or not explore Woo, that's good mm -hmm. to ignore or not explore the baggage that i'm gonna have to live with because mm -hmm. you're gonna have to live with it one way or another you just want to know ahead of time right there shouldn't be a lot of surprise like i did not know that this man still stayed Slept in the bed with his mother. I knew he lived with his mother. <laughs> but do you know I spent the night at them house and and his mama house. actually I spent, I spent the night at their house and I was right. in the guest room and I thought he was going to his room and I look in there and she was tucking him in and he was sleeping. He'd been sleeping nothing sexual, but they just that's her little boy. Mm -mm. You know, I'm just I'm being extreme just because somebody out there cracking up right now. They Somebody typing right now. I can't with you, but <laughs> you gotta know. You gotta know what the bags are. Mm -hmm. What bags am I built to work with? And your own bags, mm -hmm. because certain bags set off other ones. Mm. Like I can't have this bag and you had that bag, right? Because we gonna have a situation a that's even more. Yeah, it's very very volatile when these two things collide. Like there's certain personality types that will collide, mm. certain certain um, a personality styles that will collide. So anyway, I think this is very important to have this conversation and to have some tools. And I want to say to all the brothers listening, be like like Battelle said earlier, be clear and be honest. Mm -hmm. That'll go a long way. I can respect like, the honesty. Just yeah. be honest. And 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 be be somewhat hasty mm -hmm. with be quick mm -hmm. like like you know speed matters in the world of the internet in the world of automation in the world where they're selling cars that can go to zero to 60 in three seconds it shouldn't take you a year to have somebody on hold trying to figure out what we're doing Everything is moving fast. They got fast food. They got fast cleaners. They got fast bank. You can get in the fast line. You can self-check out at the grocery store. What we're looking for now in relationships is a level of speed that gets us to a level of clarity with a level of quickness that is equality, that is proportionate to the world that we live in today. Can I get a witness from the ladies on Amen. the panel? Yeah. So, so again, thank y'all. Any final words? Any final words from our guest today? Hmm. Um. <laughs> Speechless. 
not me. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I wanted to say, um, I actually wanted to rewind and go back really quickly to um, the moment where you said um, we were talking about being closed off, like giving people the Heisman. And so. Um, I never heard that before. Giving somebody the Heisman. That's really how I like just. Ah. Um, but. Um, so when They're I posing like the Heisman Trophy, y'all. I never heard so, of it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so I was engaged a long time ago, mm-hmm. and when I when when that engagement ended, um, we we I went through a space where I was doing that on purpose, and mm-hmm. I literally had to pray and say, God, open my heart, like mm-hmm. live, give me a responsive heart. So mm-hmm. in that space, I was able to like start being open again, and then once I was. Um, of course, I got my heart broken all over again, but yeah. I had to I was just open to being able to do it over and over and over again. So because I know my end result, like I want to get married, mm-hmm. um, I want to have children. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I'm in a space where I'm like, OK, well, let me try again. Mm-hmm. All right, God, I'm going to try again. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am. So that's all I want to say. So you have to be you're saying even though you've been broken because you were you open up, mm-hmm. you had to be vulnerable enough yeah. To it's part of the process. It's part of the process. Yeah, because you're not going to connect if you're closed off. Mm-mm. And and I understand that risk. So 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 again, I want to say to the guys out here, they're people. They're real people out here with real hearts and real feelings. That really don't want to be. I guess I don't want to say used, but I don't know a better word for. You know, because I think I think a lot of guys. I always said this. I had this. I told Asha this years ago. There's a difference between a trophy and a treasure. Mm-hmm. A trophy. Some women are really cool with being a trophy, because that's that's a that's a level of mm-hmm. respect. If you're a trophy, that means you you look you when you're a trophy. That means you look so good that a man wants to be seen in public with you. That's a trophy. Yep. So he's kind of proud. Hey, yeah, this is my girl right here, right? That's a trophy. And guys take their trophies to games. They take them on trips to Hawaii. They take their trophies. That's what's up. But a treasure is different than a trophy. A treasure is placed in a chest. Like my son in his broom has trophies on his dresser. Some of them, the arms are broken off on it. The little label, we don't know if he was the MVP or he was the the sixth man of the year. It's just, it's just trophies. Trophies are... Trophies are are regular, kind of. They're they're not abnormal. Mm-hmm. Treasures go in a chest, mm-hmm. and I think you'll date a trophy, but you'll marry a treasure. Like, and you know it, mm-hmm. and you have to get past being somebody's trophy because that because because that is a good feeling. I'm a trophy. I'm a trophy. I've worked on my body. I've worked on my look. Mm-hmm. I've worked on this. So it's kind of good to be in that trophy category because some people was trash to people. I I mean, I just need another TR word, but I, no human being is trash. So that's probably not nice to say, but there's there's some progress with being a trophy like you're that. You're that lady that guys want to come at, right? So that's good because some girls ain't getting any looks. They're hidden. They're like they're like a closet person. Nobody even wants to be public with them. But then you got to say, I'm I'm grateful that I have the capacity to be a trophy. What I'm looking to be is somebody's treasure, and somebody views me as you know, this is a great gift from God. 
to have and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And I think maybe somebody listening needs to hear that because if you've been somebody's trophy for a long time, for years, they're not they're not going they're not going to cross that line. They're not they're not because because if they if they felt you were a treasure they would have done it. Mm. Any final words uh, from you? Um stay woke my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Stay work, stay woke, but not stay, stay but don't stay thirsty. Don't stay thirsty. Because I think that can hurt a woman too. When a woman is thirsty, she can develop a reputation of being smothering. Like mm-hmm. when you're needy, when when somebody's needy like like that, you want to keep your neediness between you, God, and your sisters. Mm-hmm. If you come across as needy to men, it will. It is it turn it's a turn off. Mm-hmm. There has to be some level of stability. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be so elusive because some women want to be elusive enough to make him chase you. Like, let me see if he called me and put don't 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 mess around <laughs> and do make make him make it hard, too hard for him to get to you. But at the same time, you want to have a level of stability that that communicates. I'm going to be OK mm-hmm. if you don't move this way. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to crumble in this. I'm not going to turn into a sand. I'm not going to turn crush in the sand if you walk away. Yeah. If I do, you won't see it. Because mm-hmm. the next time you see me, I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying? We didn't I'm talk gonna, about yeah. the breakups. We didn't talk about <laughs> the breakups, oh, did we? We didn't Did I talk that? about the breakups. Yeah, let, let's, let's, okay. <laughs> I'm going to extend this podcast. For, we're going to do this for two minutes. Because you asked all right, me. All right, all right. So, so when do you break up? So, so let's say you didn't get ambiguity. Oh. We don't know, right? We want to hear about that. You didn't get ambiguity and you don't know where we're headed. What What is this and where is it headed? Where is it going, right? So you don't do that. At what point do you as a woman say, this is over and how do you say it? Go ahead, Asha. <laughs> um, at what point... You know, if it's been a few months and I feel that there's no clarity and I don't know where this is going, I'm going to have the conversation. Like, and what's the conversation sound like? I'm you. I'm I'm the person. I'm the guy. What you going to say? Hey. Um, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Yo. What's what's going on? What um, How are you uh, feeling no. about us? Like, do you still feel the same way as you did three months ago has anything changed are we still on the same page yeah yeah everything everything's good well i yeah. noticed that you were you know you you've been acting a little different or you know you you gotta feel you got it depends on the situation mm-hmm. but if you notice that he's not pr- making progress or not stepping up to the plate then i would say that and it's easier when they say to you, look, I don't feel the same way. Then you can just be like, well, what are we doing? We shouldn't be wasting each other's time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, some people play games <laughs> and they will have you lingering, thinking <laughs> that they want yeah. something. Maybe they don't want to hurt you. Maybe they're trying to ease out. Yeah, they're trying to ease out. Or they might even want you to break up with them, but they don't know how yeah. to say that. So how do you break up with somebody? What's that? What's the breakup line? Is there a line? This isn't working. This isn't working. Mm-hmm. This isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> right. This isn't working. Mm-hmm. What you talking about? What you talking about? This. This relationship. This. This. 
uh, friendship, this mm-hmm. exclusive relationship that we have, mm-hmm. we're not on the same page. This and is, you, and you'll just do that if you run into somebody absolutely out in public. <laughs> absolutely. Like, oh, you know, I was meaning to call you. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just happen to run into them at, at at the produce section at the grocery store and be like, you know what? I, when I saw you getting that apple, and I was in the orange with the oranges, I said, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. Well, I think before, com- before we check out, <laughs> conversations yeah. happen beforehand, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I think that when a man doesn't make a decision mm-hmm. that's a decision yeah. yeah so when they keep saying over and over again over time Indecision you know is a decision. there you go yeah. you know when they they say over and over you know well we're still learning each other we're figuring out it's been over a year yeah. and you look like you're dating and you're hanging out like you're dating and then you just have to have the conversation yeah. this isn't working if 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 a man's not on the accelerator he doesn't have to be in reverse if he's in neutral we're gonna fade backwards yeah that is so true so you you can only be in neutral if you got momentum, but if we weren't we ain't had no momentum, you ca- a car in neutral eventually is going to hit a street where it's going to go backwards. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so so you know that's I think that's fair, and I I think what this podcast is doing today is not that every woman needed to be empowered, but be empowered to get the information you need. Be willing to say when you're no longer comfortable with where things are, where they're the ambiguity about where they are and and the uncertainty about where it's headed mm-hmm. but also to encourage brothers out there man get clear get clarity get the one you want and and let her know it mm-hmm. you know just say i want you and i want you and it hasn't changed and what do i need to do like like you may need he may need help he may say i really do feel strongly about you but i don't know i'm i don't know what the next step is but if he's saying it's not because of that it's just i'm unsure about you then then you know i'm okay then then you know what here's my card let me know when you're sure i can't assure you that i'll be available then but you know how to reach me when you and just move on mm-hmm. you know stay open to opportunities that may be somewhere else and be comfortable in your singleness mm-hmm. yeah like you have to be confident and comfortable where you are have your circle of friends have your your brothers like just mm-hmm. have that positive um community where you because we're all going to get to a point where we get a little lonely right sure. every now and then but you have to have a community you got to be able to go out with your friends and go out with your family right. and still do fun things by yourself or with the friends that you have. It doesn't have to be a romantic thing. Like, don't sit and wait and say, oh, I'm going to wait to go to a game when I get a boyfriend. Like, no. No, never. Yeah, and so. I think another thing I would say, and we, sh- we, we will close with this, is make sure you maintain your worth, mm-hmm. your own personal worth. You got to know that whether you got people lined up trying to take you out, whether people seeing you as a trophy or a treasure or whatever they think, you got to know that you're worthy of the best kind of love. That I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a great asset. I have great value. I'm going to bring a lot to the table. Yep. That anybody that gets with me, they're going to go up. They're going to be better. They're going to have a partner. They're going to have a supporter. They're going to have somebody committed to the family and everything else you know that you're going to provide for that person. So you got to believe that no matter what your relationship status is right now, no matter who turns you down, no matter who took advantage of you, who quit you, who broke up on you, who who cheated on you, blah, 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 blah. Never forget your value. 
and what you bring to the table. Because as long as that remains high, you can hold your head up mm -hmm. and know that somebody's going to get with this and they're going to be blessed. Mm -hmm. Well, come on. Let them know. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all, ladies. For thank doing you. this today I want to thank my granddaughter Carson woo For be, being in the background Being in the background Go Being Carson. in the background Go Being Carson. in the background Go Carson. Go Carson. <laughs> I know y'all heard her throughout the podcast Fussing and complaining Carson is I got you I got you I got you Hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in. Once again, go by iTunes, SoundCloud, check us out, like us, follow us, you know, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check us out on YouTube. Hit us up at sagacitycompany.com, S-A-G-A, city, company, spelled out, dot com, if you have any questions. And again, thank you again for being with us on today's Keith Battle Podcast.